The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller, with you. On the 16th day of June, 2020, just, uh, what is that, five days from summer, but yet we still have coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a video out, the latest one from Dr. Judy Mikovits. Talking about what they plan on injecting us with. Now, I've not known this woman to be over the top, dramatic for dramatics purposes. In other words, she's just been out there blowing the whistle, trying to get people to wake up. And her latest video... 50 million Americans may die this fall from taking Karen Vax. Now, keep in mind what I've already stated. That the mandates and the dictates aren't going to come from Washington. In kind of a twisted view of things... Uh, Well, this is up to the individual states. All of a sudden, uh, they're regarding the issue of get your hands off our itty-bitty or, probably more aptly put, um, we're going to have maybe not so clean hands but really not dirty hands because we're going to let you, the states, destroy yourselves. Now, if it occurred to anybody that these Democrats, most of the Democrats, whether they be in Washington or Oregon or California or wherever, Michigan, these are all, by and large, Democrats. Now, you might ask yourself the question, well, what's the difference between a Democrat and a Republican? The Republicans want us working and the Democrats don't? There may be more than a grain of truth to that. Because if you're homeless, you're jobless, you've got to depend on the state. You go back to the central planners with your hat in hand begging for assistance. 
when their stupidity, their arrogance, created the problem in the first place. And I don't have to tell you, but just to make sure the record is kept straight, this was on the phony recovery in America. Yeah, were we doing better than in 08, 09? Yeah. Millions of people were still out of work. This economy did not recover. It was rebuilding. And tell the truth, folks, a lot of you out there started to breathe a little sigh of relief. Maybe you chalked it up to politics. Oh, Donald Trump magically being in office. He did this. Just osmotically, his goo rubbed off on everybody, and it set us to rights on the path of economic recovery. I guess you could look at it that way. Or maybe not. But the fact is that the damage assessment, I've been hearing some really scary stuff. And if half of it's true, <laughs> I, I can put this no other way, folks. We're really screwed. The amount of debt that has been racked up on top of your loss, your neighbor's loss, your city's loss, our country, our... Jeez. How convenient for Black Lives Matter and Antifa just to pop in and everybody is taking a serious look at what the hell was going on and, excuse me, why can't I go outside? Oh, I can't have a barbecue? I can't walk my dog? I can't go to the beach? I can't lay out on a beach to catch some vitamin D and bake out that evil Corolla virus. I can't do that. This was more than just central planning in regards to this country, folks. It was the central planning globally, if we hadn't noticed. So, on top of the pandemic, we were still reeling economically. I mean, just not recovered. I've not yet seen accurate numbers. I remember in 2016, and by the way, I was in error. Sean Hannity does not make $31 million a year for getting up there with his smiley little face and giving you the false hope that conservatism is alive and well, uh, according to Fox News and at least him. Now, he doesn't make $31 million. He makes $40 million. So that just reinforces my contention is that he's really not going to get up there and take on issues and really hammer it, do real investigative stuff, you know, do the controversial stuff that everybody else likes to call conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to jeopardize that $40 million. Would you? Well, you might. Have you ever had $40 million? Once you have $40 million, the next $40 million that comes around, you might get used to that lifestyle and do what you can, justifying and arguing with yourself that what you will and won't do uh, to maintain that, uh, well, that lifestyle. Forty million bucks buys a lot of margaritas and uh, tacos, you know what I mean? So, I told you a little while ago that the CDC is moving on with the states, and they fully, this isn't kind of sort of, you don't hear any 
top-tier Democrats uh, talking about this. This is this is slowly on the back burner, burner and just doing a slow rolling boil, kind of out of the way, out of sight. Everybody pays attention to what's on the front burner, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they plan on injecting us all with their new vaccine. And I'll also get into uh, Mr. Dershowitz. You can't refuse state order vaccinations. <laughs> On the ec- the efficacy, I'll get that out. And truly what these vaccinations do to people. Here's Dr. Judy Mikovits. This is a short presentation, two and a half minutes. Folks, listen closely. Listen to what the woman has to say. Vaccines, right? They're pushing, Dr. Fauci, Bill Gates, they're pushing this mandated vaccine. What would happen if they were successful in this current vaccine schedule and in mandating it? Um, if if they were successful in mandating it for everyone, at least 50 million Americans would die, oh. probably from the first dose. That is incredible. And they know this. You're saying that they know this. Know this. Because those, those are the contaminant. Those are the vaccine injured. 50 million Americans have the gamma retroviruses we discovered that were coming through vaccines in a contaminated blood supply. And these are the clinical symptoms we're seeing. And so they are going to bury the evidence and kill kill the victims, um, you know, and call it COVID-19. This is what, you know, I'm trying to say. They know this. And, and that's why he's in such a hurry to do it. Once it's in there, you can't get it out of there. And these are the, these are the victims. These are our military. These are our first responders. These are our lab workers and our health care workers. They will be the first victims. Um, and, I mean, this is criminal. This is it is criminal. There are 100 uh, vaccines on the schedule, and 110 planned, and ne- never have they been tested together. And when they combine them, they, they combine the contaminants. They add more contaminants because, for instance, there's a vaccine called Twinrix, hepatitis A and hepatitis B. They don't develop them together, which is the right way to purify. They just make one, make the other, and throw the whole gamish in you. They never look. At, at what the interactions are. They don't never do we consider the blood pressure medicine and all the other medicines that the elderly are on. No elderly person should ever get a vaccine of any kind. In fact, nobody should get a vaccine of any kind if they want to be healthy in this country. And that's what I hope President Trump will just a five year moratorium on all vaccines until the vax, unvax study, till every safety test is done, everything. And that'll take a lot longer than five years. And you know what? we'll get we'll get healthy kids we'll get our lives back we'll get we'll, we'll we'll realize that that you know we're not healthy people don't make people sick healthy people don't make other people sick the stage is being set they have every intention of injecting 300 plus million people with vaccinations. You've already seen the Supreme Court rule, yes, vaccinations are constitutional. Where in the hell 
Was there any past precedent for that? True case law. With very little deliberation, I might add. Voila. Kind of like, yeah, the Obamacare, yeah, that's that. That's constitutional, yeah, and Congress has the right to lay and collect taxes, and uh, yeah, uh, and that's a tax, and yeah, that's constitutional. Huh? I've got a government mandating what kind of health care I'm going to get? I, I, I thank them very much for their concern, but no thank you. Oh, 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 you're, you're saying I can't refuse it, that I've got to take it? That if I don't, I'll be sanctioned, I'll be fined, I might possibly be jailed, what? Well, that kind of blew over a little bit, didn't it? Well, yes and no. But we do have the Supreme Court ruling. We got Alan Dershowitz, you know, the butt buddy to um, um, the guy that didn't kill himself. What the hell was his name? Jeffrey Epstein? Or who knows? <laughs> Maybe it's one of those FBI agents who went in there and disconnected the cameras and stole the evidence. Maybe he did it. Although we won't know who that is because you see the FBI as what? As they always do, they collect all the evidence and sit on it. That's right. A little word of caution here. (laughs) This happens any town USA. (laughs) Feds start reaching in and grabbing evidence. Do me a favor, break their fingers. Alan Dershowitz, the dirtbag that defended Jeffrey Epstein. And, and gee, I, I don't know. There's just speculation on my part, but did he take more than 26 flights on the Lolita Express, more than Bill Clinton did? Well, he was certainly around his client enough times. Alan has been less and less on television. Have you noticed? Uh, they'll drag him out every once in a while. Kind of like Napolitano. Judge Napolitano, he kind of disappeared for a little while. Now he's brought back in a limited sort of way. Oh, it was probably that coronavirus thing. Yeah. Yeah, had something to do with that. Constitutional scholars have long argued that the 14th Amendment protects everyday Americans against the encroaching police state, noting in the provision that no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Now notice this is our... What dream for the central planners after 1871? Centralize and strengthen that federal power. And they talk about privileges and immunities. Privileges? I, I don't know. Mike, what, what's, what's a privilege? Is that something the state grants to you out of the goodness of their heart and then can arbitrarily take it back from you with no reason given? Because maybe you weren't a good boy or a girl? What's the difference prior to 1871, you might ask? Well, it's pretty much understood that we had rights granted to us by God, not by any government. There's the difference. 
In a recent interview, however, the 81-year-old Alan Dershowitz argues that even the 14th Amendment will not protect you in the not-too-distant future. State mandate that all citizens will have to be inoculated with the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine. Mm -hmm. Now, not too long ago, while representing Donald Trump at his impeachment, uh, impeachment hearings, the traditionally leftist professor and pro-Israel attorney was the new darling of the right. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. The Harvard Law School emeritus professor said you have no right not to be vaccinated. You have no right not to wear a mask. You have no right to open up your business. And this is the Harvard Law School professor told interviewer Jason Goodman with Crowdsource the Truth in a video interview released on May 17th. Now, Dershowitz added that someone can refuse treatment if they're not threatened with a disease that is not contagious, but you have no right to refuse to be vaccinated against a contagious disease. Public health, the police power of the Constitution, gives the state the power to compel that. Now, I don't know about you folks, but when that Constitution, federal Constitution was written, when we had the states come together under the umbrella and the protection of the federal government, what was supposed to be that, not overreaching, overriding, and sit down and shut up, we're the Fed, and you're nothing but a state kind of attitude. In the state constitution, did you say anything about forced vaccinations? I didn't see it in the federal constitution. But, you know, the lawyerly ways of these people are to do their little constructs, claim it to be lawful, and then go about arguing in its defense. In other words, claims Mr. Dershowitz, the state has the power to hold you down, forcibly stick a needle in your arm, and inject you with a vaccine even if you don't want it. Now, the professor cited an ancient Supreme Court case from 1905, Jacobson v. Massachusetts, which concluded that a state may require vaccination in the case against smallpox if the State Board of Health deems it necessary for public health or safety. One of the lines from that case ruling says, It is written, The police power of the state to enact a compulsory vaccination law and it is for the legislature and not for the courts to determine. Oh, so if you've got a wingnut lefty governor and wingnuts lefties in your state legislature, then it's okay. You know, it doesn't have to pass the muster of the courts. You just have some wingnuts saying, yeah, we're going to inject you for your safety and everybody else's. And after all, if you don't take it, won't you feel guilty? that you might be the typhoid Mary that kills half of America? More on this when we get back, folks. And by the way, I had a little conversation with a couple of Round Rock police on this very subject. Hmm. Hey, honey, I'm home. 
I grabbed a newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, the majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper doesn't give out the important attention of what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say... Does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. tuned in to the National Intel Report, the real talk radio show, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. In a nutshell, the justices ruled that in case of any allegedly virulent, highly infectious, possibly deadly disease, if any adult individual is allowed to act without regard to the welfare of others, True liberty doesn't exist. Now, Dershowitz added that this case has withstood over 100 years of challenges and no court has ruled against it. I don't know, Mr. Dershowitz, how many times uh, has it been challenged in 100 years? I, I don't remember this particular subject being brought up before. So, 
excuse me, how many exactly, how many challenges were to this? I, I don't know. It doesn't state. Now, however, Mr. Dershowitz did omit this part of the decision. There being obvious reasons for such exception, the fact that children under certain circumstances are exempted from the operation of law does not deny the equal protection of laws to adults in the statute is applicable equally to all adults in like condition. Yeah, okay. So, will our children be exempt from forced vaccination if states decide to exercise their police powers and demand we all be vaccinated or fined, jailed, or otherwise punished if we don't? While a majority of American adults are willing to voluntarily be vaccinated against illnesses, it is a completely different matter if the state demands we submit ourselves to the mandatory vaccination or if the state decides to make health decisions for our children without our consent. Either way, folks, this battle is a brewing. After the show, I had to gas up the car, and I'm standing there, and I pulled up on two Round Rock cruisers, and two cops were standing between the cruisers, just chit-chatting, and I pulled up. They looked at me and said hi. And, you know, I did the old turnaround, are they talking to me? Hey, gentlemen, how you doing? So I finished pumping my gas, and I sauntered over there. And I said, so, what do you all think of what's going on? Now... Being the good cops that they are, they were inquisitive, but made no statement that they could be indicted with. (laughs) In other words, just being careful. I said, I I don't know if you guys have noticed about this uh, coronavirus that they're talking about, and I've been talking about this, that this is going to be mandated. The CDC is moving ahead with the states, all states, to put in the mandatory vaccination. And they're working out the logistics on exactly how to do that. Now, who do you suppose might have to be there to back up these health workers to come to jab you in your house or check you for the coronavirus, take your temperature, whatever the case may be, and if you're not cooperative, well, you may be, you know, we can't take that chance. We've got to haul you off and intern you someplace. I said, how do you think the citizenry is going to react to that? And more importantly, are you going to take part in it? Well, the one officer, he was quite talkative. As a matter of fact, he did more talking than he did listening. Because one of the first things out of my mouth was, you know, I was just talking on air uh, today about this. How do you guys feel about it? I'd like to see your department disbanded. And they did the old looky-loo at each other and looked back at me without comment, waiting for the next insane thing for me to say. And I said, you know, I'm all for you guys being disbanded than being rehired by the county and hired as sheriff's deputies. So you're under the Constitution, under the restraint of the Constitution. You know, these chiefs of police, where do they get them at? Do they have this magic grab bag of eligible people to be chiefs of police? They just stick their hand in a bag and pull one out? I said, they're not elected by the people. Therefore, not directly accountable to the people for their position, as is the county sheriff. By what standard? 
<laughs> the Constitution. You know, the rule book. Well, then we got into this discussion about policy and this, that, and the other. At any rate. And I left the scenario on good terms with the gentleman. I shook their hands. They weren't wearing their mask, and they weren't wearing any gloves, so I could have been a corona typhoid Mary, and for all I know, these two cops are dead today. Gosh, this deadly disease. But I likened it to the National Defense Authorization. You know, when they were calling everybody terrorist. Or they wanted, the government wanted the power to label somebody to be a terrorist, and well, then you have no defense. You just get disappeared. No phone calls to the family, to a lawyer, nothing. And you might be zapped up and shipped out of the country to be held in cognito somewhere. Who knows? I said after that little stint, I went around and talked to every cop, everything that had a badge on to get their temperature on that one, and I said it was the pucker factor, folks. I looked at these guys and I said it was a pucker factor. Because the government declaring anybody to be a terrorist, they just make you up and disappear, and that's it. And they weren't happy about that. They were being put in a position that they didn't want to be put in, kind of like what they're engineering for you two fine gentlemen right now. They came and took us all away. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. Nikki, great product. Have to try it for a few months to see results. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I have noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from carpal tunnel. I will continue to buy the product. Ken Peaks, five out of five stars. Works as advertised. This formula is very powerful. Be careful to follow directions. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure has stabilized and my lower edema has reduced. Lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. Thank you. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with ExtendoVite. Did you know that you can be tracked and traced when you're online? With identity theft and cybercrimes on the rise, your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. You can also bypass logging by your router and your ISP. 
With PatriotInternet.com, there is no software to install and uses 128-bit encryption for your protection. When using wireless hotspots, PatriotInternet.com shields your information from identity thieves and is compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. Protect your identity and your freedom with anonymous Internet access from PatriotInternet.com. Visit PatriotInternet.com today. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Things that I had posted, this was this black guy making fun of Black Lives Matter, sitting there making Kool-Aid and drinking it without referring to it. It was, it was a nice piece. I'm going to see if I can dig this up. But Ron uh, Paul's weekly update, talking about a second wave. Now, lest we forget, what is Ron Paul? He's a medical doctor. <laughs> That's right. Not a lawyer, a medical doctor. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Weekly Report. Is the second wave another coronavirus hoax? Just a week or so ago, the mainstream media and thousands representing the medical community told us we must throw out the stay-at-home orders and go to the streets to protest the death of George Floyd at the hands of the police. The COVID-19 virus will not bother people who are protesting this injustice, they said. The virus only attacks people leaving their homes to protest the stay-at-home orders. Now, after thousands of businesses, many of them black-owned, have been reduced to rubble and innocent people in the inner cities no longer have anywhere to shop for the basic necessities of life, the mainstream media has backed off of its nonstop coverage of the protests. Suddenly, last week, they all simultaneously embraced a new fear story to terrify the masses. A second wave of coronavirus was among us. It was targeting those states that dared to open up their economies and begin a return to relatively normal lives. Texas, 
Florida, and California were singled out to scare the rest of the country into thinking that if you dare leave your homes, you will catch coronavirus and die. There was a spike in the coronavirus cases, they claim. Funny, just a month or so ago, they were demanding that we massively increase testing, which would produce just that, spikes in coronavirus cases they are now using to scare authorities into reinstating the incredibly destructive stay-at-home orders. In the county here in Texas that includes Houston, the young judge who somehow seized the power to shut down the third largest city in the United States warns us that she may again shut down Fort Bend County to fight this second wave of cases. She even threatened to again pour millions of dollars into a field hospital at a Houston football stadium that did not see a single patient in the first wave of coronavirus. It's hard not to wonder which politically connected companies are reaping millions in contracts for an obviously unneeded hospital. Thousands of hospital beds in Houston are vacant, while cancer patients have been refused their screenings and desperately needed treatment. As former Congressman David Stockman points out, the actual coronavirus numbers do not in any way support the media assertion that a second wave of infection is increasing over Texas. Stockman informs us that in Texas, the reported infected case rate of 256 per 100,000 is just 10% of the real hotspot rate of 2,477 per 100,000 in the five boroughs of New York City and its mortality rate of 6.2% of 100,000 population is just 3% of New York City's 196 per 100,000 rate. There are no hot spots in Texas. It's just more media hype. It's funny that they don't dare mention Georgia, which has also opened its economy and has seen no spike at all. The same people who were demanding more testing are now screaming that we must shut the economy down because these tests, which are notoriously unreliable, are showing more coronavirus cases. This is a disease that 99.9% of the people who are infected with survive. But 40 million people out of work and the thousands of lives that will end due to the shutdown are never mentioned. There is something else going on here, and it is no way related to public health. Thanks for listening. Come back soon. Still looking for that video. <laughs> Sorry, what? Refresh the page here. What? Say that again. Yeah. Are you telling me you put it up? Where'd you find it? Oh. Okay. Let me see if I can find it, since you claim you've sent it over. There it is. Let's see if it actually works. Ah.
this TikTok uh, at conservative hype house. <laughs> this, this is good. Hey, but by the way, this black guy is sitting there, straight faced. He's got his minister. What do they call those things? That what? What? Yeah, I, I yeah. Put a word to that motion. <laughs> Anyhow, he's got the garb. Okay. Now this is meant to be tongue in cheek, but you tell me if this ain't the truth. Hi. I'm the CEO of every major company in America. I just wanted to take the time to say that here at my company, Black Lives Matter. I know we spent all of February virtue signaling, I mean, speaking to the black community, but sometimes current events happen. And in order to make sure you social justice warriors continue making me richer, I simply can't stand by and let a situation like this go to waste. Last year, only nine unarmed black men were shot and killed by the police, but now is not the time for facts. Now is the time for feelings. Please continue destroying your own communities and burning down businesses as long as they're not mine. We support you acting like hoodlums now more than ever and we want you to feel comfortable giving us what little money you have left when this is all over. I promise I will continue to publicly support whatever opinions will make you keep liking me. Black lives matter, especially when it helps my bottom line to say that. Have a great day. An orange man, very, very bad. And what you couldn't see while he was doing this without reference to it, he grabs a full glass of water and opens up a package of Kool-Aid. An <laughs> uh, obvious reference to go ahead and keep drinking the Kool-Aid. <sighs> well... You're planning on doing this. And I have been warning people, if they do this, you are going to, like no other time in your life, you're going to be faced with a choice of how you're going to respond to these, I'm from the government and we're here to help you whether you like it or not. I know what my position is going to be, and I told the cops that as well yesterday. I said, I hope I don't see you guys' faces at my house when the guys in the lab coats and, you know, want to come in and test me and inject me. I, again, you guys are being put in a position that you don't want to be in. And by the way, that was admitted to me yesterday that there's a lot of things that are happening that are putting them in very uncomfortable positions. Yeah, well, you got cops in record numbers quitting and walking off the job right now. And, you know, for all of what I heard about defunding the police, just outright banning them, whatever... And then quietly on that back burner, you heard that little scenario cooking away that, well, we can bring in UN peacekeepers. Oh, boy. (laughs) That would probably get you shot faster than the guys in the white coats with a needle in their fist trying to stab you with it. 
but you know, take your pick. And if you think there's any segment of this country, any sliver of society that isn't getting bombarded with the mindless crap, I give you Oklahoma State Cowboy football coach Mike Gundy. He recently was spotted wearing an OAN shirt while on a fishing trip. And right on cue, cue the cyberbully, specifically one of his own players, star running back, and I'm not making this stuff up, folks. We just reported Chubba Hubbard. <laughs> and he's a white dude. <laughs> Chubba Hubbard. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Glad to see his parents had a sense of humor. Well, Chubba Hubbard at Hubbard underscore RMN. He says, I will not stand for this. This is completely insensitive to everything going on in society, and it's unacceptable. I will not be doing anything with Oklahoma State until things change. Well, Chubba Hubbard, what are you going to do with your life? You don't look like any star running back to me. Go into college, somebody would probably break your scrawny neck. But, hey, that's okay. I'm looking at it this way. If... Mikovitz is right, Dr. Mikovitz is right, and they inject people with this oh, that 50 million people may die well guess who's going to be lining up for this that's right the compulsively stupid the people that are just blindly just following the leader and that being whoever's in front of them, whether they be right, wrong, or walking off the edge of a cliff, doesn't matter. And that that would be the only saving grace to me. Otherwise, how do you eliminate, and I hasten to use this term, useless minds, useless people, people that just are not content with being useless to themselves, they want to spread their uselessness to other people and confound and confuse. So, (laughs) that's right, folks. Big, tough football player guy is melting down because his coach is wearing a shirt that he evidently doesn't like. By the way, even ESPN glamorizes Hubbard uh, by reporting Chubba Hubbard the nation's leading rusher last season tweeted Monday that he will not be doing anything with Oklahoma State until things change in response to a photo of coach Mike Gundy wearing uh, um, America (laughs) OAN t-shirt I will not stand for this Hubbard posted the day um on the day in which Cowboys players were scheduled to begin voluntary workouts on campus. This is completely insensitive to everything going on in society, and it's unacceptable. I wonder if you take that criticism that you're irrelevant and you're unacceptable. Uh, That would be me being insensitive because I'm so worried about society. The lemmings over the cliff. Now... One America News, that's what OAN stands for, 
described by ESPN as a far-right news network that has been known to promote conspiracy theories and is often cited by President Donald Trump. The network, which has a fraction of the audience of Fox News, has tried to position itself as a place for the pro-Trump audience and feels other conservative news outlets have become too mainstream in their reporting. By the way, the Oklahoma State spokesperson said Monday the we ain't got nothing to say. And, of course, follow the leader, you know, a fellow football player, teammate. Several other players have voiced their support for Hubbard. You know, if I was a coach, I wouldn't give a crap. I'd bench him and his buddies. I'd first tell his buddies, okay, you got a choice here. You want to follow the leader? You're going to follow him right over to the bench, and you're going to sit the entire season. This is Oklahoma, folks. This isn't California, IA, and it ain't New York City. We're talking about Oklahoma here. Strangely, however, Gundy, Gundy himself has a reputation for being one of the biggest supporters of his players, going to bat from in, in them, uh, for them rather, in the media and sticking up for his guys. Most notably in 2007, he, won, uh, he went on his I'm a man, I'm 40 rant at the media after they trashed one of his players. And here's Mike Gundy himself. If anybody hasn't read this article, I don't read it. This was brought to me by a mother of children. I think this is worth reading. Let me tell you why I want to talk about this article. Three-fourths of this is inaccurate. And the headline reads, Quarterback Change. Fiction. Um, And this article embarrasses me to be involved with athletics tremendously. And that article had to have been written by a person that doesn't have a child and has never had a child that's had their heart broken and come home upset and had to deal with the child when he is upset and kick a person when he's down. Here's all that kid did. He goes to class. He's respectful to the media. He's respectful to the public. And he's a good kid. And he's not a professional athlete. And he doesn't deserve to be kicked when he's down. If you have a child someday, you'll understand how it feels. But you obviously don't have a child. I do. If your child goes down the street and somebody makes fun of him because he dropped a pass in a pickup game or says he's fat, and he comes home crying to his mom, you'd understand. But you haven't had that. But someday you will. And when your child comes home, you'll understand. If you want to go after an athlete, one of my athletes, you go after one that doesn't do the right things. You don't downgrade him because he does everything right and may not play as well on Saturday. And you let us make that decision. That's 
why I don't read the newspaper. Because it's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. Attacking an amateur athlete for doing everything right. And then you want to write articles about guys that don't do things right and downgrade them, the ones that do make plays. Are you kidding me? Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me or our coaches. Go write about a kid that does everything right, that's heart's broken, and then say that the coaches said he was scared. That ain't true. And then to say that we made that decision because Donovan Woods, because he threatened to transfer, that's not true. So get your facts straight. And I hope someday you have a child and somebody be downgrades them and belittles them and you have to look them in the eye and say, you know what, it's okay. They're supposed to be mature adults, but they're really not. Who's the kid here? Who's the kid here? Are you kidding me? That's all I got to say. It makes me want to puke. Doesn't sound like the kind of guy that's reckless and doesn't stand up for his players. But then the sensitized, towel-ringing, yeah, I'm part of the me too, me too, what I'm, uh, have they ever asked themselves what I'm a part of? I, I just have to be more sensitive. So you're going to kick your coach in the teeth when he stands up for his players. Jeez, oh, Pete's. Whoa. And uh, what I didn't see was any comment from this kid's, this running back's parents. No comments. I guess nobody stuck a microphone in their face. And if they did, they probably didn't like what they heard. Because they might not have been in support of their kid. I know you got to love them. But sometimes you need some tough love. This is life. Adapt and adjust and move on. Yeah. You know, it is true. We do we do like our football down here in Texas. And I, do, I wished we didn't love it as much. That sports sometimes get a, gets a higher precedence than, say, grades or school curriculum or the music department gets defunded something that has cued a lot of kids into maybe I've got a little talent here with musical instruments maybe I can take up a musical career maybe I'd be good at it maybe I ooh maybe that taps into my creativeness my in my brain ooh can't have that Got to have you cookie-cutter little suckers just, you know, following each other. Now, there was another example, by the way, that with this coach, that was in 2018, when again he went to stick up for his players that he felt was unfairly criticized by the media, boldly uh, proclaiming 
I don't give a rat's ass about Twitter. Gundy is often courted by bigger programs, but late Cowboys booster T. Boone Pickens always opened up the checkbook to keep Gundy in there and keep him at the uh, school. Priorities seem to be a little bit askew, don't they, folks? A little bit. So, coronavirus, coronavirus, COVID-19, second waves. What's the political landscape look like for, say, November? Remember me the other day? What's today? Uh, Tuesday, yesterday I said this. (laughs) That the polls have been lying about Donald? That there's more support out there for Donald Trump? Now, this is political campaigning season, in which a president trying to attain his second term in the Oval Office, presidency of the United States, has to go on a little bit of campaigning, raise a few bucks, go talk to the voters. Now, there might be a little snag here, because he may not be able to do one of his rallies any place that he wants to have his rallies. Because, oh, that's right, we might have a second wave of COVID virus. Well, remember me saying that the crowds that we saw in 2016, those may be dwarfed this time around? Well, from Forbes... Forbes has reported that 800, now listen to this, 800,000 people have now registered to attend President Trump's Tulsa rally while Biden struggles to even get 70 people to even take a look. Did you hear me, folks? One location, 800,000 people want to attend Trump's Tulsa, Oklahoma visit. You see a few problems brewing here? Like I said yesterday, if you think that the defeat of Hillary Clinton was a political iconic happening in America back in 2016, wait till 2020. Holy crap. Remember... They're hoping their programming alters your perception. Your perception then becomes reality. Well, they're liars. They've been putting out false doctrine, false information, trying to paint a picture that ain't true. Maybe the American spirit isn't dead after all. Broadcasting Network, late night, premiere show of Redfield Hardcore, hosted by activists that want to hear from you. The listeners, so that you can get involved in the activism, please call in at 800-313-9443 at 10 p.m. to enter the discussion. To book yourself as a guest, call our studio at 202-657-5715 or contact RBN staff. Remember, keep it real and take the red pill. 
Is the Second Amendment your line in the sand? Is the United States Constitution important to you? Are you worried about gun confiscation? You need to join us for free at gunconfiscation.com. At gunconfiscation.com, you will meet like-minded patriots, get the latest Second Amendment news, and find anything you need to prepare for gun confiscation. Visit gunconfiscation.com today. That's gunconfiscation.com. Which side are you on? You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.